Hello everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to our first show of the year. I have a feeling this is going to be a great year. I have no idea how your year was in 2017. I hope it was a great one. I hope you learned, you laughed, you loved, you traveled and made some great memories. And let's start year off right. I am just elated, excited and delighted that I have a special guest, my dear friend, Beverly Lerner on the show today. Hey, Bev. Hi, Mark. Excited, elated, and delighted. I could echo those words back to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for coming. And I'm just so happy that you will spend a few minutes with us and share some of the wisdom that I have known to expect and to come from you in the years that I have known you. Wow. Yeah. So, so so flattering and encouraging, Mark. <laughs> happy New Year to you, too. Happy, happy New Year to you, Beverly, and Happy New Year to everyone who's listening. So, Beverly, let me ask, let's, thanks for coming for the show, number one. And number two is, can you share with us something that's on your heart, something that you would like to, uh, people who don't know you yet, or people who do know you, share with us something that's dear to you, something that you are working on, something that you've been thinking about, something that you can you can share with us and think, wow, I heard this show with Mark Guy, Speak Brave, and there's this guest, Beverly, and she just knocked it out of the park. Wow. Well, the new year is always an important time for me because it's a time for reflection on what was past and what lies ahead of us. And as we get older... As I am, I'm in my eighth decade of life, and the, there's more behind me now than there is in front of me, and the new year makes that so much more real to me that I have fewer years ahead of me and more years behind me, and that's kind of scary in a way, and it's also challenging, Mark. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... It, it is, well, I am, I don't have that, I, I, you know what, I'm, I think I'm in the middle of my life, possibly, because nobody really knows how many years you have, right, on this earth. Um, you you may think you have so many years and, le- and experiences left, but the reality of it, of it is you don't know. So I am... 38 or 39, I forget. Sometimes <laughs> I, I have to. I have Doesn't to, matter. I have to remember sometime, you know, how old I am, and I don't know. Uh, but definitely, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago, five years ago. That's why I want to hear your perspective because you have so much to share. Um, what brings you joy, Beverly? What brings the laughter to your face? Uh, uh, to your to your to, to your face? I mean, how do you how do you find joy in your life now? And what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to continue health and happiness and more laughter and more joy and more experiences with dear close friends and to eliminate the toxic people in my life and focus on the people who are truly positive mm-hmm. and loving and giving and not get allow myself to be sucked into anybody else's negativity. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. Uh, a few years ago, Beverly, you have revealed something to me that I thought was very special. You have said you have this mantra or this saying that you use quite often. You said, nobody 
How does it Nobody go? has the right to steal your happiness. Nobody has the right. Nobody. Oh, yeah, that bears repeating. Nobody has the right to steal your happiness. You are as happy or as sad as you make up your mind to be. And I choose happiness. How did you come about to that saying? I mean, did somebody taught it to you? Did you come across? How did you, how did this um, how does this saying came to your life? I really don't remember when the exact moment was. I know I've been practicing self-improvement and positive reinforcement for many, many years, listening to all the great masters of the world, Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and all of the others whose names I have forgotten. And I guess it was just listening to all of this positive affirmation. I was blessed, Mark, to have a very supportive, loving family. And there was always laughter and the happiness. And I guess my mother was my first teacher even before Wayne Dyer. And she was the one who would say, if you're having a bad day, why should I suffer? (laughs) It's it's like, that's that's just the way it is. And she just had a wonderful attitude. That's remarkable. If you're having a bad day, why should I suffer? But does that kind of... um, isn't that kind of perspective comes from a place of deep peace or some kind of a resilience within you before you can actually live like that? I guess. I never thought of it that deeply. I just do it. (laughs) It just is there, and it's mind control, I guess. You know, Beverly, I know Beverly for several years, and we're involved in many activities together. We are part of a health study group called Chat and Chew. Yay for Chat and Chew. Chat and Chew, yes. Everybody joined the revolution of whole foods, plant-based diet, which is, you know, we are part of that as well. Um, then we are part of Toastmasters. In Toastmasters, we have traveled together, different conferences and events. We have learned together. We're also part of writing groups, writing groups where we uh, meet once uh, once a month or once a week. Can you tell us more about the things that you're involved now and what like writing groups and what you learn? And I know you're a leader in, in, in some of them. Well, I facilitate a writing group here in Winter Haven once a month. And it's a wonderful experience for me because it encourages people to share their stories. And it encourages me to share my story. One of the first things I did when I took over, when I started facilitating the group was to lead by example. And by that, I mean, in order to encourage the people to write, I had to write on a monthly basis and write my stories. And my stories that I wrote each month turned into a book that I published. And that was the goal of the group originally, to publish your writing, which is One of my passions, Mark, you asked about a passion and and what I want to encourage the listeners to possibly consider would be to write your stories, leave a legacy. As I grow older, I realize that my days are numbered and when my final breath is taken, how will I be remembered? There was somebody in Toastmasters who say it's not so much that people fear dying, they fear not being remembered. 
Lashonda Rundles, I think, have sent that in. in Lashonda Rundles is a world champion of public speaking in Toastmasters, and I think it's from 2008 to 2009. Right. And her speech was titled "Speak," uh, very eloquent. And she said, uh, "We're not half afraid of dying as we are that no one will remember mm-hmm. we were ever here." What? That is That's, such a powerful. You're right. She's yeah. a smart lady. Smart lady. The sad part of that story is uh, she passed away. She passed away shortly after she gave that speech. Yeah. But my thought is, I didn't know a lot about my father. I knew less about my grandparents. If they had only left some tangible memories, I could have felt closer to them, and they wouldn't be forgotten. My goal is to encourage other people to leave a tangible memory of themselves. It doesn't have to be written stories. It could be a video or a series of videos. It can be trinkets that you write about, the story behind the trinkets. It's very nice that I have the pearls that my mother gave me before she died, but I don't know the story of those pearls. Where did she get them from? How did she feel when she got them? How old was she? And it's the stories the stories that we leave behind that are so powerful and help keep our memories alive long after we're gone. Wow. What about those people who are have the stories, who have the stories to, to tell and to share, but they cannot or they just they have this block in their own brain as I'm not a writer, I hate writing, or I when I take a pen in my hand, I take allergies. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to those people? How do you, how can we leave a legacy for somebody who refuses to write because they pretend they're busy or they don't know how to write? What do you say to those to those to those people? Well, first, they have to see the importance of it, and they okay. have to see the value of it, and they have to want to do it. And if they don't want to do it, there's nothing that anybody is going to say to them that's going to encourage them to leave their lasting legacy. There are lots of aids available on the computer, in the business world. There are people who make a living of interviewing other people and videotaping them and asking key questions and prompts that will get them to talk about specific things that might be of interest to their future generations. The libraries in the city, every I'm sure every major city has several writing groups that would encourage you to come. We have people who come to our group that don't write, they just come to listen, and then they're motivated, and then they're encouraged, Mm -hmm. and then they're encouraged. And that's what we want to do, just come and listen. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. You know, Beverly, I've known you for several years. Wonderful, wonderful. I I really appreciate uh, everything that you have uh, shared with me over the years and your friendship and your support and you always tell me you, t- you tell me many things <laughs> but one of them everyone has a story and everyone has a story that is valid right it's interesting and it deserves to be heard yes and i want to go back to the previous point about um our moms remember one of the sessions that i have attended with you where you were a facilitator a writing group you said our moms, our mothers never leave us. No. They never leave us. And, True. And I use that line so many times in conversations with so many different people. And every time I say it, it gets a laugh. Wow. It gets a laugh. 
<laughs> I have, not that I have stolen so much material from you. <laughs> I didn't steal it, but I rather I I incorporated I incorporated it. <laughs> your material into my conversational skills. I am flattered. So yes, so I listen. So when I'm spending time around you, what I'm really doing, I'm recording this for the future use. <laughs> mm. So I'm so happy that you are generous enough to share your life story with us. Okay. Yes. So you yes. have aids, you have uh, computers, you have people who can write it down. Okay, so that's one thing. What's something else you're working on? What is something else that you're thinking about? Or what what are you are occupied with, like that you can share with us? Wow. Okay. I right now I'm volunteering at Bach Tower Garden, and for those of you who are not familiar with this wonderful historic site in Lake Wales, Florida. It's a garden that was dedicated in 1929 for peace and tranquility. And they recently opened a children's garden. My background is in education, elementary education with little children. And I retired 10 years ago. And I never had a desire to be with children. I just didn't. I, I was so tired of being with little children. But when this garden opened, and I saw the joy on these children's faces. I said, that's where I want to be. So I've been volunteering there. And just what could be more beautiful than sitting in a garden in beautiful, sunny Florida? Not today, but generally. <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> sunny Florida, watching children play. Yeah. And that's, that's my latest volunteer activity, mm -hmm. in addition to volunteering with Chosen Masters yes. and volunteering with the writers' groups and working out and you you keep busy you I keep, do you, I you keep, keep very, very busy. busy you keep very busy and I think that g gives you a lot of joy right it, it does right. it I, gives I, me I mean, purpose you're involved in so many activities I think you're right it, 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 it keeps you I think engaged it keeps you engaged and I think it keeps you vibrant uh, it contributes to your vibrancy yeah thank Isn't you okay. yes yes Okay, <laughs> I, you're so agreeable. It's so agreeable, Beverly. No. I love that. Okay, so let me ask you one question. What do you think is the biggest lesson in your life that you have learned? What is maybe a biggest disappointment or maybe you think a biggest failure or something that... In addition to you're as happy or as sad as you want to be? Yeah, something that you are willing to share. Okay. Uh, somebody that you think is important to to think about. And and then, then the reason I ask about this is because a lot of failures would turn into triumphs at a later date. Okay. It may not be visible in that moment uh, when, when we experience you know, tragedy or uh, disappointment within ourselves or within others. And then we have time to reflect and we think, okay, that experience made me so much wiser and so much more resilient or so much more happier. Is there something that you can point and share? My other mantra, in addition to being as happy or as sad as you make up your mind to be, is that people don't always do or say what you would want them to do or <laughs> say. Oh, I'm sorry. But yes. And when you expect people to do that you leave yourself open to hurt and disappointment so my thought is get rid of expectations and develop an attitude of acceptance 
and tolerance, and you'll be as happy or as sad as you make up your mind to be. <laughs> I love that, Beverly. So acceptance. What if you can... <laughs> I think some listeners may have a hard time accepting that, right? That's uh, their you know, choice. That's their choice, yes. So let me just make sure I understand. So we take away all of the expectations, all of the expectations, all of it. Mm-hmm. And, and that comes out to marital relationships, you know, uh, friend, friend relationship, work relationships, and just all of it. Is that, is that what you're referring to? All interactions within every other human being, we uh, remove all expectations? I think pretty much so, Mark. And okay. you just accept an attitude of gratitude. Okay, yes, absolutely. And be grateful for what happens. If like I ex- didn't expect you to be here at 11 o'clock to meet me. If you didn't show up at 11 o'clock, well, so be it. You know, I was here at 11 o'clock, and you were too, and I'm grateful that you were. But I really, I, I think it goes back to the words we use. When we expect people to do something instead of being grateful that they do it, we're leaving ourselves open for hurt and disappointment. Okay. Okay. Do you think that possibly um, when we have a hard time accepting others and taking them as they are, not trying to mold them or expect them, do you think that's an issue of control that we have within ourselves? I think we, so. It's like an, this, this, this um, control that we say, okay, I got to control <laughs> this outcome. I got to control this relationship. I got to control this, this result. And I think the control is, is what creates uh, friction, right? And, and I think that's difficulty. an excellent point. I, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. Because when you expect people to do or say certain things, you are controlling them. Yes, you are controlling them. You are controlling them. Okay, so that's a good point, Beverly. Wow, such a you're you're such a treasure of wisdom, Beverly. <laughs> I'll sign your book. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes. Uh, by the way, tell us about the books that you have, and where can people find the books, and uh, so they can uh, become part of your um, audience and your tribe. Well, they're available on Amazon. One is a children's book called Webster and Sammy Go Home, and it's based on a roughly based on a true story with a Cabbage Patch doll and a stuffed animal, a stuffed teddy bear, all-American teddy bear that belonged to my children, and they didn't take it with them. And one day I discovered they, those two stuffed animals were sitting in my one of my bedrooms in the house, and they, like, spoke to me. They said, we don't belong here. There's nobody to play with us anymore. We want to go with, with Glenn. You know, he's got children. I want to go with him. So I put them in a box and mailed them back to Glenn. And Glenn refused delivery on the package, which, which is interesting because then Sammy and Webster came back to me, and, and that's how the book evolves, the little short story book. The other one is memoirs and short stories of my life, and it's roughly divided into periods of time as a youngster and my husband's death and the stories of his dying and then my new life here in Winter Haven with Earl and learning to fly and my hopes and dreams for the future. And that one is called That That Was Was. And it's available on Amazon. That that was was is also available as a an ebook through through Amazon through um, Smashwords. Mm-hmm. 
So it's it was just fun to do. It was just fun to do. I'm not really promoting it, but it was a goal of mine to write a book, and I realized that. And, and volume two is in the works. Well, I am just happy and delighted uh, that you have... Uh, it's an inspiration, Beverly, because you are a published author. And I think a lot of people who are interested to leave a legacy and to share their experiences, interested to, to write a book. I have yet to publish one, so but it is coming. It is coming. Beverly, do you remember a few years ago, you have shared a speech with us, with me? Oh, you're probably thinking, oh, God, which, which, a lot of them. <laughs> which speech are he's talking about, right? Okay, so one speech you have said about the role of toilet paper. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, wasn't it? Do you remember what it was? Yeah, the, the concept is that life is like a roll of toilet paper. And the older you get, the faster the roll spins. Yes. And as I am now in the eighth decade of my life, I'm almost twice as old as you. I'm 73 years old in the eighth decade of my life, and that roll of toilet paper seems to be spinning awfully fast. Right. Well, so I'm treasuring each sheet. <laughs> sheet. Beverly, this is, we can talk about this for days. Oh, Mark, you are such a good narrator. Okay. You know, we, we, we can talk about the, the toilet paper and the, the rolls and how fast <laughs> it was it's a good spinning. Speech. It was a good speech. It was a, it good, was a good speech. speech. Okay. So as we come into um, close to of our interview, uh, thank you so much for sharing. Let's leave our listeners with some lasting words, something that you have to just get off your your, you know, uh, of your mind and just share it with the world. Did you know that this podcast, Speak Brave, is designed uh, specifically to be heard at the International Space Station? <laughs> this is, this Hello, is. <laughs> all you aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my goal to make sure that this is a... Uh, this podcast makes it to the International Space oh Station. Gosh. Yes, that's it. Yes, right, right. and then and after and then after the International Space Station, it just goes all over the universe. So, for those people and for people here on Earth, and everyone that uh, doesn't know you yet, and everyone that does, what would you tell them? What would you tell them now? And at, right, we're on January third, twenty eighteen. What can you share with us and give us that we will remember forever? Apart from what I've already said about you are as happy or as yes, sad and, yes. and expectations, oh, I would say... Just say that? Yeah, just say that. To be happy and to strive for happiness and peace in your life. And Mark, I wish you the same thing. I wish you peace and joy. And I wish everybody out there who's listening a wonderful, happy, and successful 2018. Well, thank you so much, Beverly. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed it as well. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio. And I'll see you next week. And don't forget to speak brave. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. <laughs>